The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fish in California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. Designed for you, the California Sportsman. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters, Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, February 29th. That doesn't happen very often. Time to grab a cup of coffee, get a grip on the wheel, just get ready to enjoy the action, excitement, and outdoor info right here on California Sportsman. Online for today, you might have noticed the sun shining, the weather's improving. You got a beautiful week ahead of you with a little bit of breeze later on. Next week, maybe some rain. We're going to kick it off in just a minute with Captain Jay Lopes out chasing sturgeon in the Delta. Then Kent and I will be talking about my trip to Pardee. That's right. We actually escaped and got in on some fun ourselves. And we've got J.D. Ritchie checking in with us live from the Eel, well, pre-recorded from the Eel River with a great report on action going up and down the coast. We've got Sean's guide service, Sean Rainsbarger, joining us live in the studio this morning. He'll be talking about Tahoe, Donner, and Stampede and other fisheries that he covers. Alan Fong joins us from Fisherman's Warehouse. James Netzel's got Delta Striper updates for you. And Dave Hurley and Kent and I will be talking about the Fishing Game Commission's decision to remove the protections on the striper in the Delta. There'll be more on that, I'm sure. And Senior Tuna's back from a trip. He'll share all the action and excitement from there. Casey Stafford sets you up for turkey season. That's right, it opens up next month. That would be like tomorrow, but he opens up later in the month. And it goes on until about May 3rd. So you've got plenty of opportunity to get everything ready, and he's going to help you get there. Then we'll check in live with Steve Mitchell on the water. And Gary Irk's got some great information on upcoming derbies and events with the California and Fisheries Foundation. So let's waste no time. Let's go live on the water today and climb on board with Right Hook Sport Fishing's Captain Jay Lopes. Good morning, Captain. Why don't I push the button and see if I can get him up that way? Do you always have to push the button to make the phone work? Good morning, Jay. Good morning, fellas. How are you guys? Oh, uh, we're just kind of settling down in here. Except a train wreck today, but honestly, he, uh, <laughs> you know, he spent two days at party in the corporate motorhome and, uh, you know, you just... lose track of time, you know, when you take a day off like yeah. that. Yeah. Not those seven day right? work weeks like you, Lopes, kicking <laughs> back yesterday on a nice day off after two solid weeks of fishing. Tell our listeners what's been going on the last couple of weeks. Well, um, you know what? We, we've been seeing fishing kind of all over the board. Um, some days it's really, really good. Some days it's marginal and some days it's poor. Um, to be honest with you, I've seen some of the slower days I've ever seen in the Delta this time of year for the conditions we have. Then you come back, you know, we did fish yesterday. It was Thursday we were off. Um, but, uh, you, know, you come back yesterday and, you know, we hooked, you know, half a dozen fish up to six foot. Um, you just never know uh, what the day is going to bring. Uh, we have great water con- you know, conditions down. The water temp's 56 degrees, 57 degrees. Um, the problem we're running into is there's no volume of fish in the lower Sassoon Bay area. Um, you know, there's, there's scattered fish. The hardest part is finding the fish. It sounds like the majority of the fish are up in the system, 
which kind of makes sense. We are in a drought condition, and it's kind of fall conditions. And during the fall, the fish hang around the deep water of the Pittsburgh area, Chain Island, and Broad Slough. And sounds like there's a bunch of fish up there. I personally haven't been up there. I've been kind of stubborn and trying to find areas that I know should be holding fish this time of year. And we are finding them occasionally. Just we're having to look a little harder than some of the guys are when they're, the guys are fishing out of the Pittsburgh Marina. Um, but there is some fish around. Um, it, this is the strangest year that I've ever seen. Um, there's no consistency. Um, it should be lights out conditions right now, and it's just not quite there. Even um, though, even though it's it could still, happen with little. Even though it's still February, it's, you think it should still be this a lot better? Yeah, just based on the water conditions, Seth. Uh, I mean, we have they say 56 degree water. I don't think that I don't think the time of year says anything to these fish. I think it's more. You know the water, what the water temps are, and you know when the water temps get cold, they they don't feed as often, and uh, you know because they go into kind of a hibernation mode or they can store their their energy a lot more. But when the water is warm, like it is now, they they should be a little bit more active well, clear, um, than clear what water they, they have been. Clear water doesn't warm like uh, like water with some sediment in it either. Yeah, you know, and we're it used does, to this time of year. It. We're used to this time of year having some sediment, and some you know, some influx and. Uh, we just haven't seen it, and right now that water's pretty clear. Yeah, it's clear. It's uh, it clears up on the incoming tide, um, and then uh, which brings in more salt water. The water is pretty salty. Uh, where I fished yesterday, I fished in the Straits below the harbor. Um, I went down there. All the sturgeon we landed down there yesterday had sea lice on them. Um, so those fish are living in the salty water. Um, but on the big outgoing tides, the water is muddy. Um, just because that's a natural occurrence, how the waters work, even when we're halibut fishing in the bay or sturgeon fish in this case, on the outgoing tides, the water is going to muddy up, and on the incoming tides, it brings the, the, the basically the, the clean water from the bay into the delta, and it's going to clear up on top. Um, but um, we're not really, um, you know, like I, say, like I say, we are having really good days. But we had three days this week that I was very, very frustrated. And we were sitting on fish. They just didn't bite. And anyone who says that this bite is wide open, it's not even close. It's going to happen. If we get a little rain like they're calling for, it looks like the uh, the 15-day forecast has some scattered rain off and on, just enough to sweeten up some water out there. I think everything's just going to bust open, just like the stripers did this week. You know, the stripers know it's time. The water temp's right. And, the whole Delta system just lit up with striped bass this week. Um, so I'm pretty sure the sturgeon are going to do the same here in the coming weeks. Perfect timing for Graver to go up to Montana, huh? Yeah, I know. I saw, <laughs> I know I said, he's just itching at the bit. And that's what we're doing the next three days. Uh, we actually opted not to fish today. They are calling for heavy west winds down in the Delta. And with the tides we have today, we wouldn't have optimum fishing conditions. Um, so we told the guys just to, you know, maybe put it off to the fall since we're already booked up for this month. And then we got big north winds coming in tomorrow through Monday. Right. So we're going to use the next three days to uh, get the get the rogue jet ready, get all the striper lures ready. And we're going to start offering that. Even though we got all these striper trips or sturgeon trips ready to go um, for, um, for March, we're going to give people the option. You know, if we see the sturgeon fishing not going to be, you know, where it should be, the nice part about what we seem to offer to people is we could do a, a striper trip and, you know, get out in the water and still get a bag full of fish. So everyone's going to have an option when they come out with this this month. And then starting April, it will be all striped bass. But uh, you know what? The guys had 
awesome striper fishing this week and big ones. So it's going to be an awesome spring run in the backyard here. That's exactly what everybody needs. I'm sure Alan Fong will be telling us all about that bite here shortly. He's on later on in the show. Fish finally showing up down in the flats, Jay. Yeah, they're everywhere. Uh, I mean, San Joaquin side's got fish. Yeah. Um, Edo's, um, the patio, um, West Bank. Yeah. The whole entire West Bank has fish. Decker Island yesterday, the guy, the, the fish showed up. There's fish up in the Cache Slough. Um, a buddy of mine, uh, fished Liberty Island yesterday with S waivers and, you know, glide baits and rip baits. And he had close to 50 fish all casting. Um, um, so I think it's just time and they know that the water temp's right. Yeah. And they know that they need to start making their uh, their transition. Um, so like I say everything's going to start coming into place here. Just just a little rain would just really oh make gosh. things nice. I don't know yeah. what would, maybe maybe oh, next it would week. Just be so easy. Maybe next week. That's what yeah, they're calling like next for. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah next Friday. I think it's, so we're watching it. We got the wind Monday and Tuesday of this week. It kind of peters out, and then starting next Saturday or Sunday, it looks like about six or seven days. Of forty to fifty percent chance of rain every March single day. miracle. So Maybe that big high that sits need. out there every year this time of year moves out of the way and the low comes in. I, I don't know. Maybe That's they've done that for that seventy years since I've been around. It's global warming, Seth. That's what it is. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> one, one thing I don't remember is ever having this many days of north wind with no weather systems. You know, this is kind of an interesting. Yeah, normally, the north wind follows a weather system, and we haven't a had any storm. weather systems. Yeah. We still get north winds. So. Well, whenever there's a north wind, yeah. I know there's a, gr- a lot of poems about it, but I'll just say, stay home. Half-price meteorologist. Fish. Yeah, half-price meteorologist we, we, and amateur fisherman. We have you covered. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what we're going to do. We're that's gonna what we are. Here. Right hook yep. sport fishes. Captain Jay Lopes laying it out the way it is to you. Get a hold of him. Get on the books, and uh, maybe you can find a cancellation day he's got and jump in on one of those, too. Jay, give him the hookup information, the website, and the phone number so they can get in touch. Yeah, give us a call, area code 916-417-5670, and on the web at righthooksportfishing.com, and check us out on Facebook at Right Hook Sport Fishing. And We have some great video up there and uh, pictures from the last uh, handful of weeks. Check it out, and uh, we look forward to hearing from everyone. Thanks, bud. We appreciate you joining us this morning. You have a great day off and enjoy the weather. Will do. All right. Take care, my friend. You know, he's sitting on the edge of the bed right now, just rolling back over and putting that pillow and covers over his head. In his, yeah, no, absolutely. In in his, uh, in his California Dawn t shirt. (laughs) Oh, great. Just pounding (laughs) with James, pounding with James. Let's take a quick break right now. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about my corporate RV. Yes, sir. We actually got to start that son of a gun up and drive it for a while. Nice. I see it coming. It's time you head to the calm and productive waters of Bodega Bay and climb aboard the newest and nicest charter boat around, the Real Magic. Owned and operated by Mike Ogney and Captain Merlin Cole, this fully updated 34-foot catamaran is 12 feet wide, extremely stable, and powered by 700 horsepower. Equipped with all the latest in electronics and state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a successful day, the Real Magic will get you on the fish fast and back to harbor in comfort and safety. Don't miss your opportunity to fish with the best. Real Magic. Call 707-875-BOLT and check them out on the web at realmagicsportfishingcharters.com. 
Whether chasing salmon or steelhead in rivers, kings along the coast, tossing baits for bass, or trolling for trout in a favorite lake, the hot sheet keeps you on top of the action. The USAFishing.com hot sheet contains a roundup of hot fishing opportunities in NorCal. Plan trips in confidence, get weather summaries, marine forecasts, and accurate reports full of helpful tips, tactics, and GPS coordinates from top guides and captains. It's today's information today. Get a free trial or subscribe at usafishing.com. Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian Community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures and Calusa Casino Resort where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and I'm back. You know, Marilyn so and I... So cousin, cousin Eddie took the motorhome down to party, huh? Yeah, I couldn't find a place by the curb to uh, empty that. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, uh-huh. whatever. But that was, uh, that was, it's maiden voyage. I gotta tell you, Tammy Hoyt out at, uh, Lake Party Recreation Area and Dave and all the yeah. guys down at the marina and everything, they sure made us feel like we owned the place. Right. It's so what clean a, and uh, fun. And We yeah. were there with Richard and Judy Burton. They came down from, Fre- or up from Fresno. Up from Fresno, yeah. Spent the weekend, or not the weekend, but two weekdays with us out there on Monday night. That's what Tuesday old people night. do is they go during the week. Yeah, and you know, I forgot my boat. Richard forgot his boat. <laughs> I forgot to get a license. Of course, I could have bought it right there at the marina. They you got forgot a... my, you forgot. You know, I told you last I forgot week, don't what forget it's like, official license. I yep. forgot what it's like to sit on your butt and do nothing for a couple of days, and I kind of enjoyed it, as a matter of fact. And you know, I, I got to take my toy along. I heard there actually there was a bear sighting riding a bike. Yeah, well, <laughs> I couldn't keep the hat on, but it was, it was okay. Richard and I both bought electric bikes about six months ago. Both of them have about four miles on them till we got up there. Yeah. And I gotta tell you, those electric bikes on the trails they got around Pardee, all the camp, of course, there wasn't many people in the campgrounds. Tammy will kill me for this. Right. Speed limit was like 15. We were doing 21. Wow. On our bikes. Knocking them down. Yeah, until I about wiped out after Marilyn threatened to kill me if I got in a wreck and hurt myself. And then I lost it and I'm doing one wheel, riding with one foot, one leg flying through the I air. I wish we had a video of that. Oh, that fortunately. Would have been right I, there on the California Sportsman Facebook fortunately, page. Fortunately, I'm so experienced of a rider, I was able to recover and continue. <laughs> Yeah, right. I did. I didn't wipe out. But I got to tell you, the place is absolutely gorgeous. It is pristine. There are turkeys everywhere. Don't take your bird dog where there's a lot of turkeys. Yeah, there's always been tons. Of, well, they've got those digger pines around, you everywhere. know, around the place. So the those turkeys are just there's all over. There's 30 or 40 moving in a herd. You yeah. Know? You hear them coming. It's like, lock the dogs up. Don't let them out. Beautiful facilities. The campsites are beautiful. Full hookups in many mm. of the campsites. Regular camping for tent camping and everything else, and the huge lot they have now for the people that live in during the season there. 
it is so beautiful, so green, so pristine, so water so clear. Yeah. It's just absolutely a wonderful place to go and decompress. And this time of the year, we had like 70 degree temperatures out there. It was so relaxing. A full hour and 20 minutes away. Don't tell Richard. He had to drive like three and a half hours. (laughs) Don't tell him I was home in an hour and 20 minutes. You you probably filled the motor home up before you left town too, didn't you? Well, hell yes. Don't tell him what I mean. Didn't even move off a full by the time you got home, I'm sure. That's, uh, that's uh, a no, cool no, part. no. This is a V10. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> in a 450. Yeah. Well, you know co- that sucker was. Well, you know you have to worry about that. Gas was going well, fast. The cool part, step about the about party too is you know there's and we we promote it all the time as being a fishing lake. No water skiing. No you know no jet skiers. No water skiers. No swimmers. Uh, it's a fishing lake, so you don't have that element to deal with. And some of the best shoreline opportunities out yeah. there. They have increased the number of places you can fish. They've got new bathrooms out there, new parking lots. They've been doing a lot of plants. They've gone out on all the points. I, I was surprised with how many picnic tables and everything and the new restrooms down by the water. They've really expanded <laughs> yeah. everything. And the people down fishing the cove, they never want to leave because right. it's like hookup city down there. Mm-hmm. Fish are starting to spread out a little bit. I noticed the trollers were working closer to the mouth back and forth down towards the marina and mm-hmm. back. But those big fish that they've been planting in there. Folks, this is the time of year. If boat you want, rentals. I mean, you can go rent right there the, at the marina. The marina. Pontoon you, boats. I remember the marina. We used to go in there, this big hollow room with ice and worms. Yeah. Well, now it's a store. They've got everything, including drumsticks, by the way. Blue bunny drumsticks. <laughs> Blue bunny this is, drumsticks. This is key. That's, that's damn near better than going to Collins Lake. It's almost Gary. as good as a five-pound <laughs> rainbow because these big ice cream cones are huge. So, so, you know, if you look, you know, a lot of guys have fishing spots and waypoints on their uh, Lorenz Fish Finders. Soft not ice Sepp, cream. Not Sepp. He has all the marinas with ice cream. So far, he's got Collins and Pardee in there. So. I got them wired. <laughs> Folks. Party is the place to go if you want to have a absolutely pristine environment, clean as a whistle, not a nothing on the ground. I mean, they got guys going around picking everything up. It's like yeah. Disneyland out there, and it was absolutely great. I want to thank the wonderful people with the Rocky Mountain for inviting us out there and yeah. putting us up out there. And Party, you guys did it right. Tammy, I'm so impressed with the whole place. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come out there and goof off. And one of these days I'll come out there with Kent and we'll get – Get out there, and we'll get some of those bass picked off some of those points. Let's let some yeah. guys work in those yeah, points. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Hey, can I throw something out before we talk about the boat show? Fire away. I, John Caulfield just sent this to me. and, and uh, For those of you that don't know John Caulfield, he works with the Tackle, with tackle Tech tackle on tech. their wholesale side, calling on all the other stores throughout the state. But uh, Nick Welton, a good friend of ours, runs the Lodi High Bass Fishing Team, their high school team. And, you know, as many many folks know, uh, J.T. Barofka is the young son of uh, Jason and Tara Barofka, and, and he's fighting a really, really horrible uh, illness set. But he's he's out of the hospital now, and he's home. He's spent about a month in Stanford, uh, and he's home now, and which is awesome. But there's been a lot of different fundraisers uh, throughout the bass fishing industry. And today, the Lodi High Bass Team is doing an, uh, a tackle swap meet and sale open to the public. You can come down and kind of dig through everybody's old stuff, see what they got, all the baits that maybe you can't find anymore. But it is, uh, it's at the South Gym at Lodi High School today. 
Uh, and it's going to go on from uh, 8 to 1. Now, if you've got a bunch of stuff you can gather up in the garage, you can go down there. They, they'll supply the tables and everything. You can rent a table and sell your stuff. And you get to keep that money. You just have to pay for the table, and that goes towards the fundraiser. But uh, it's a lot of fun. It's only 25 bucks for a table, and uh, tables and chairs are provided. You don't you know have to bring those. how much crap we could sell if I we know. loaded half I, of our garages I, up and take it down Absolutely. Uh, I wouldn't it, have to work. You know, it's uh, it, an opportunity to come maybe save some money, find some stuff, uh, find some treasures. But uh, today, until 1 o'clock, the Lodi High Bass team uh, down at Lodi High School with their tackle uh, swap meet, so uh, swap and sale. So come down. It's open to the public. And uh, if you guys have nothing better to do, uh, wander down there. And Caulfield, if you find any uh, old wiggle warts, old rogues, uh, pre-Rapalis speed traps, uh, just set them aside for me and let me know what I owe you. I'd have him digging around in the dark corners out at Delta <laughs> Bait and Tackle, Tackle yeah, Tech's warehouse out there. Oh, there's probably a couple of cases there exactly. they don't even know about. Like, exactly. What's this? Paul Burns would be going, I didn't know that was there. Yeah, those are old crawfish Since 1992. Warts. Yeah, Reaction Innovations, original Vixens that you pay $100 for online. Mm, I yeah. should have kept all those wiggle warts, I'm telling you. Uh, yes, you should have. Save the you'd dates. Have a, you'd Mark. have had a friend in me like that song. <laughs> <laughs> March 12th through 15th, guys, the big Sacramento Boat Show is coming. It's the coming. Off-Road Expo. It's, this is a huge show. It yeah. is all boats. It's all outdoors. It's everything RVs, you need. RVs. ATVs. They even have electric motorcycles there. I mean, they, ooh, electric motorcycle, Marilyn. Yeah, ATVs. Yeah, she's shaking the whole her deal. head no already. Yeah, the whole deal. So it, it is an absolutely great show with the Off-Road Expo taking place also. They've got uh, all kinds of stuff for you to see out there. You know, one of the uh, key things that Kent and I do out there every year is we line up seminar speakers. So we did a... Pulled together some great guys. He's whispering in my ear. What's he saying? Uh, go ahead. Just I, I know what we're doing. I'm good. I'm glad I'm in, glad I'm in on it. I uh, kind of wonder where I'm at right now. The uh, seminar speakers that we've got lined up are the, some of the guys from the ISE show, but they're also a brand new one there. He's live in the studio with us this morning. We'll be talking to him later on. Sean's guys. There was Sean Rainsberger is going to be joining us. Yeah, as Damon Witt's going to be doing some bass stuff for you. And what, how impressive Folsom. I am with Damon yeah. Damon Witt. The guy knows his stuff. Very professional. Does seminars all over the place. And we're very fortunate to have him coming in this year. Yeah, and we've got Steve Mitchell talking about. Uh, all the good stuff having to do with sturgeon and JD Richie will be talking about stripers and that's exactly what's going to be going well, on. Well, I wasn't going to be at the show and then now I, I will be. So, uh, there's some changes we'll discuss later, but yes, yeah, we'll have to figure that uh, one out, yeah. whether I can use you like a puppet or Probably you're going to be locked down. I think Mark Blanton's going to have me tied up to one of those things that you screw into the ground to keep your dog in the yard. Ah, I got to buy two of those, <laughs> by the way. I should have ordered them last night. Buy on Amazon. three because I know Mark's going to have one attached to me down there at the show set, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, Godfish and Marine, I think the last count was close to 40 boats they're bringing. 30 to 40 boats they're bringing to the show. So it's, uh, it's gotta be everything. Well, they're not messing around. I'm sure Karina will be out there with their, they uh, are right, right on Power, on power Sports. Sports will be there as well. have yeah. all the Can-Am stuff there on exhibit too. But you know that, you know, you've, you've experienced now, uh, the new technology from Mercury. Um, so the, the four stroke technology in, in outboard motors, if you haven't gotten up to swing on what's going on with the outboards, uh, you know, this is a great place to learn about them and, and, you know, the, just all the new technology and fish finders and trolling motors and, uh, you know, outboard motors. How long is it going to be till we've got an electric outboard coming? Oh, no, they have them already. They have them already. The well, problem they're, is. They're called prop you, motors, or they're a little electric trolling motors, but they're no, going to they, have some. They there. have some that'll actually plane a bass boat out and, and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> the problem is you got to carry so many batteries and you have limited, 
limited life, you know. He probably has to bring up the gunnels on the side of a bass boat <laughs> yeah, about you eight, do, eight more inches to get it to float. You kind of do. But, yeah, the boat show and the RV show, Sacramento, it's coming fun. And what he was whispering in your ear about, Sep, is I think we're going to give away two sets of tickets ah. uh, to our third and fourth caller, 1-800-920-1143. give us a call. You're going to be going to the boat show and hanging out with us in Sacramento. Uh, and we're going to be giving some tickets away. So our third and fourth caller, you're each going to get a set of tickets. So you can bring somebody with you. Not 800-920-1140 or 916-339-1140. You're going to get a set of tickets. Marilyn will be in there answering the phone yes, right she will. now. Well, I'll tell you what. We got a big tape coming up here in a minute. Let's take a quick break right now. When we get back from this, we'll get hooked up with Captain J.D. Ritchie. Up fishing the Eel River and checking out Coastal Rivers. He was up at the Smith and Checo, too. We'll be right back after this break, and you will want to hear what J.D. has to say. I was impressed. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez, for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. France is the leader of marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. And light years ahead of the competition. France offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are back by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Gone Fishing Marine trained sales staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfisher Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com or kingfisherboats.com. 
One ticket, two huge shows, the Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show. Return to Cal Expo March 12th through the 15th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for the water, trail, road, and the off-roaders. Don't miss the ATV and off-road UTVs, plus motorcycles, quads, and snowmobiles, too. And boaters, you'll find all the latest models, including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabout, cruisers, pontoon boats, personal watercraft, a huge selection of fishing boats, and loads of boating accessories. Hey, if you're looking for that secret fishing hole, you're going to find it during the weekend seminars led by the top pros and guides. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location, the Sacramento Boat Show, and off-road exposition, plus the Spring RV Show at Cal Expo. Don't miss Northern California's premier event for fun. It starts March 12th at Cal Expo. For discounts and more information, visit 2UShows.com. Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon knows the importance of family activities and the outdoors. Regina Stafford of Outdoor Adventures, a lady who knows her way around hunting, fishing, and conservation, will motivate you to live long in the outdoors. She'll tell you when, where, and how your family can take advantage of many outdoor opportunities close to home. From fishing to hunting, bird watching to animal rescue, women take part in our outdoor traditions, becoming skilled sportsmen, helping to lead the way for their families. And now, here's Regina Stafford with Live Long in the Outdoors. Good morning, Regina. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. I'm tired and irritable. I went camping, and I'm so burned out after being camping for a couple of days. I'm just turning into a a softie, I guess. No, you just want to be back out camping. Yeah, you know, I sure do. I can tell you that right now. The only thing I'd like to do is get over to Bodega Bay, load up on crab, and then go a few other places. I want to get up to Donner. I want to go up and camp oh, out at Donner fun. State Park and fish with every guide I know up in that neck of the woods. I think it would yeah. be a fun thing to do this time of year. What hey, do you I, I know to? a guy you could go up, camp in his yard in Sutter, and then he'll take you striped no. fishing on the river. <laughs> you could. You got, time. got full hookups on the driveway? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and he's not even that grumpy most of the time, Sep, so that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Her other half is joining us later on talking about turkeys. Oh, yeah, he is, he is grumpy then. Never mind. Never mind. So I I, I laughed last night because I saw that the boys went fishing and you and Quinn went and had sushi. And I was just wondering, I told Sep, I was just wondering how the mosquito population was on the Sacramento River with this weather. I know. He, he keeps telling me that it's not bad. But that is the one deterrent for me. I I will only deal with mosquitoes when I'm turkey hunting. Yeah, yeah, and I and <laughs> I was the just only time. I was I told <laughs> Sep that they'll take the repel can and drink out of it like you do whipped cream. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Gotta I don't be know. Crazy. Well, Cade went with him last night, so he'll he'll, he'll have the report for he, sure. But he'll, he'll give you the real report exactly. So what else you got for us today? Um. Well, I just wanted to let everyone know that and i harp on this every single springtime is the turkey the special turkey hunts that the dfw hosts so whether it's through the refuges or the share programs or whatever you have to apply for them just like the reservation system happens during duck season you have to apply for your reservation 21 days prior to the day you're wanting to hunt. So that's and coming pretty close, actually, right now. Hurry. Really hurry. Yes. Yeah. So today, actually, is the deadline to get the junior hunters in. So the the weekend that we get to hunt before 
the regular opening, um, the deadline for juniors is to apply is actually today. So if you're wanting to get the juniors out on the refuge um, before, you know, the weekend before on the special apprentice youth hunt, then you need to apply for them today is the deadline. Gotcha. So next Saturday is the deadline for all of us adults and regular hunters. So um, just just all you have to do is go to the DFW website, hit on their hunting tab, and then go to Upland Game Birds, and you can check out all of the available hunts that they have that you can apply for. Gotcha. Pretty simple. That yeah. would have flown by a whole bunch of folks, I'm sure, that wouldn't have known. You know, I saw that. I, I had all the paperwork that came to me, and I kind of always wonder, why do they only send these out like three weeks before the yeah. deadline? Why don't they send them out three months in advance so people can plan a little Circle further Circle your ahead. calendar. We yeah. all have alarms and notifiers yeah. on our phones now. You know, you can put things yeah. in. Yeah. They wait know. till those well, Friday night, know, 5 I mean, o'clock, you know. Yeah, yeah. The DFW does do a good job if, you, if you've never applied for them or you've hit skip when you are doing your application and not entered your email for the newsletter, then, you know, I advise that you do because it is a helpful tool for keeping up with all this stuff. So make sure that you're on their e-news system by entering your email. And you can also follow their Facebook page is really informative as well for all of these upcoming type events and stuff. So, yeah. They do a good job. That's awesome, and uh, you're going to uh, you're going to be ready for turkey season, I'm sure. Yes, because you know they banned some of the turkeys on the on the refuges, so it'd be cool to get the kids. Um, you know, if they drew a hunt out there, it'd be cool. So, you, <laughs> anytime we're talking, anytime we're talking about the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, you cannot use the word banned because everyone thinks it's a different thing. You're talking about on their <laughs> leg, right? Yeah, like <laughs> there we go. Because you never know. We're talking about DFW. What they with banned this with week? A D. <laughs> with a D. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> banned with a D. Sep. <laughs> I got some so many we're one-liners going, going there, through my we? head right now. I know. No. We're, we're thinking. I didn't really started don't, with the three R's, and I really don't have the afternoon to take uh, take calls from the deputy director right now. So. Neither, neither do I. <laughs> I got you. All right, Regina Stafford, live long in the outdoors. Uh, always appreciate it, and. Uh, we're going to be talking to your better half later, so uh, we'll relay any messages you want. Oh, okay. Thank you. You got Have it. a good weekend. See you, Regina. Thanks, Regina. We appreciate it. Live Long in the Outdoors with Regina Stafford is sponsored by Pacific Flyway Supplies in Dixon. They have everything hunters need for successful outings. Decoys, calls, clothing, ammo, and more, including a full selection of Yeti products and Green Mountain Grills. Preparing game after a successful trip is important, and Pacific Flyway Supplies has the area's largest selection of marinades, spices, smoker chips, and brines for perfect wild game meals. Outfit your entire family for their next adventure at Pacific Flyway Supplies, 1690 North Lincoln Street in Dixon, near Gone Fish and Marine and Rondu Pratt Ford. Call 707-474-8448 or check them out at PacificFlywaySupplies.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. I talked with J.D. Ritchie, who is uh, famous for steelheading and uh, outdoor writer, photographer, book author. He's done about everything there is out there. Columnist with many, many newspapers and Boom magazines. Cowboy. And Boom Cowboy. I'm no sorry question. we have to bring that up but quarterly. Well, fortunately, J.D.'s not listening right now. <laughs> we, have a, we have a pre-recorded segment. He just came in off the water when he did this recording off of the Eel River and I got to tell you, it's one of the best recordings I've ever heard from a guide out on the water. 
This is the way that uh, reports ought to be. Take a listen to this. Good morning, Sep from the North Coast here where it does not feel at all like February. It feels like, well, maybe February in San Diego or something. It's been almost 70 degrees and sunny, and it just it's really kind of messing with my mind that it's February. And, and we get back in the truck after steelhead fishing and uh, turning the air conditioning on up here in Humboldt County. That just doesn't make any sense to me, but uh, it is what it is. So not surprisingly, all the rivers up here are low and clear, and um, that's that's been the case for quite a while, actually. Now, there's supposed to be a little bit of rain coming in this weekend. I don't know if that's going to be enough to do anything. It can't hurt. And then just having some cloudy skies certainly will help as opposed to having these bright, clear days. But uh, despite the lack of water, the fishing's been really good. I've been on four different rivers this week, kind of bouncing around day to day. And uh, from the Chetco, Smith, Eel, Trinity, it's been kind of just a bounce around session for me. And um, overall, like I said, really good fishing. Uh, the, the exception was the Smith. The Smith was tough. It is so low and clear up there that, uh, and there were a bunch of seals around too, so it was kind of a double whammy there. Those steelhead get kind of kind of shell-shocked with those conditions, so it was tough to catch fish on the Smith for the couple days I was there. Um, there were a few being caught, but generally it was, uh, it was kind of a, more of a boat ride type of uh, situation, <laughs> if you know what I mean. But uh, the Chetco was really good to us. Um, the yield's been good. Trinity was okay. Um, let's see, high was yesterday. We had nine steelhead to the boat. I had a six fish day. We hooked seven and landed four the day before that. And, and so it's been you know, really nice fishing. And the cool thing is I've only caught one downrunner all week. The rest of the fish have just all been chrome. Every single one of them just dime bright. We had some hatchery fish on the Chetco, but then everywhere else, it's been all just wild, fully intact adipose, beautiful fish, and uh, fighting hard, and you know, water's warming up a little bit, so they're they're really scrappy, jumping and pulling a bunch of strings, so been having a really good time with that. We've been uh, pulling some plugs, drifting bait, drifting some soft beads, kind of just the standard steelhead stuff, um, having to stay off the, off the holes a little bit, obviously, because the water's low. But uh, pretty good, pretty darn good fishing for uh, the fact that the water has been low and the conditions are kind of tough. Um, so I'll be here a couple more days and then I will wrap up my steelhead season until the fall. And then I'm going to head down and start doing some striper fishing in the delta and the lower river systems. And as you've probably been hearing today, striper fishing down in the lower end of the delta really kind of came on out of nowhere this week and so that's a great sign because we hadn't been hearing much about stripers anywhere all winter throughout the delta and even going back into the fall so i was getting a little concerned that there weren't any fish around i'm not sure where these fish came from that just kind of magically appeared but um, it definitely sounds like a good slug of them showed up and that's a great sign for the upcoming season now we have a low water year barring some sort of super March miracle. And what that typically means is the striped bass season is gonna be a short one. Um, the high water year, sometimes it goes into June, but if we have low flows, those fish come in, do their thing and get out of Dodge pretty quick. So I would say start uh, getting ready to striper fish you know, immediately and it'll probably go into you know, about mid, 
mid-April, and then, again, you know, we could have some flow changes or something that would uh, make a different story, but as it stands right now, I would think it's going to be a little shorter season than normal and probably getting close to done by the third week of April. Now, I hope I'm wrong. Maybe it'll be high water and a much longer season, but uh, at this point, that's what it looks like, and of course, after that, I'll be heading for Tahoe and be up there all summer fishing Max and rainbows and browns and cokes and all that good stuff, so... Anyway, you can get a hold of me at 916-952-1554 or on the web at fishwithjd.com, and uh, I can talk to you about all those good things. Have a good weekend, everybody. Sound like some fun? Yeah, anytime you can catch nine steelhead yesterday, and I think he said seven or eight the day before, that's pretty good action for steelhead. I'm used to onesies and twosies on most of the trips I've ever been on. So it is a good time to get out there and enjoy, and great news on striper fishing. Well, you know, I asked, uh, I drop a lot of subtle hints on Facebook every now and then, and uh, one of the subtle hints is uh, making comments or clicking like on their photos and stuff that's posted, and I'd been making some comments to uh, Sean's guide service. I saw he had a pretty nice boat and everything up at Donner fishing a lot. Ran into him at the sports show. Apparently, he got the message. We got introduced to each other, and I'm glad we did. I'm always looking for a good, top-quality guide that's willing to share, that's got good equipment and everything, just like many of the, most, all of the other guides that we use here on California Sportsman. And I want to introduce you today, if you haven't met him yet, to Sean Rainsbarger with Sean's Guide Service. Sean, what areas of the lakes, what areas do you primarily fish? What lakes up in the cold areas that you're hitting? We're, we've been doing Tahoe for the last year and, and started at Donner and <clears throat> we do a Stampede Reservoir. Uh, come down and do the fall salmon if there's going to be any. Well, there'll be some. They got a little, the population is going to be up this year. <clears throat> well, Stampede, you're obviously hitting the big kokanee action that goes on up there. Hopefully they're, they're going to be a little bit bigger this year. Do you ever um, get into any of the brown fishing that's going on up there? I may go up there this next week. Ah, sneaking away. This is the time of year. Everybody starts saying, I wonder if I can get in. I wonder if I can get in. You're going to be having chains on all four tires because it's going to be snowing in a week and a half. It might be clear now. True. Well, yeah. one of your lakes I always see you fishing was Donner. You know, Donner has got some uh, little political stuff going on over the launch ramp right now, but all that will work out, and you guys can do a work around on that. Is that one of your favorite target lakes? It, it really is. Um, it's a sleeper brown fishery. Um, easier in the spring, but, you know, most people go there. They're looking for the, that big tank of a lake trout, and we do real well on those. Being such a small lake, they get a, um, a lot of pressure, and sometimes they just don't want to bite. Yeah, the cool thing about it is that with the perpetual population of kokanee salmon, those Mackinac will always have something to eat, no doubt about that. Big fish get big by eating a lot. That's and, true. And that's what's taking place. Now, what are your particular uh, techniques that you like to use when you're out fishing? Are you into trolling? Do you do some still fishing? Do you cast anything lures, or is it pretty much all just laying them out and going for it? We mostly trolled because I have the full top side curtain style boat to stay warm. Um, every once in a while, we, we will stop and jig. Um, we will cast off into the rocks if, you know, if that's something the clients want to do. But trolling is, is, the number one thing that we do and you know from the bottom all the way to suspended you can get those big fish sometimes they're not as deep as you'd think yeah sometimes they're up in the 5 10 15 feet of water too if you yeah. know where to be yeah. 
Uh, each one of those lakes is a completely different entity in itself. Donner, a real deep lake in some spots. Stampede, not necessarily that deep except over by the dam. How does that affect your techniques out there on the lakes? Does it cause you to really do a lot more deep downrigger fishing or are you moving up to the top? I know it has to do with the fish. You've got to get right on the fish. But when you've got a variety of rainbows, browns, cokes, max available, both in Stampede and Donner, it's got to be like a completely different fishery for you. The techniques really aren't that different. Um, to get the smaller, even some of the bigger Mackinac, um, you're always on the bottom. You're, you're, you're bouncing the bottom sometimes. Yeah, it's nice to disturb the bottom just a little bit to make it look like some bait fish is down there eating on something, isn't it? Very true. Very it, just, true. it gets them going. Well, let's tell our listeners about uh, the kind of boat you've got there. You've got this big, beautiful... Uh, it's a 22-foot Bolton. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice boat. It's outfitted with all the latest and greatest, and we run four downriggers, Scotty downriggers. Have you got radar on the top of that thing, there too? There is radar. Boy, on. you're ready for the fog, aren't you? You've got to have it for the fog. Oh, no question about it up in that neck of the woods. Anytime you're up in the high Sierras like that, those things can just sock in on you. You can just turn around and be lost over in just a moment. And you got to watch out for those little aluminum boats going five miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've got a big aluminum boat going a little bit faster than that. Well, Sean, give them a list of all the lakes that you and locations that you do hit. Tahoe, Donner, Stampede, uh, Bullard's Bar, usually wintertime, Sacramento River, and the fall for the salmon. He's U.S. Coast Guard approved. He's got his license and everything. He's got great equipment, and you're going to hear a lot about him here on California Sportsman as he'll become one of our regulars and be giving us live reports on the water as often as possible. In fact, we were just talking about J.D. Ritchie's recording when it's Tough to do a live thing. We'd like him to do some of those and send them in to us. It's nice to come across another guide that's out there that's responsible, that is really making certain that his clients are having quality experiences. And some of the people that have been on the boat with you are friends of mine. So uh, it works out pretty well this way. They're able to tell me what they think of you as a guide. And I can tell you right now, we wouldn't be talking if I didn't think you were one of the quality guides that are out there. And I want to introduce you to the public. I appreciate you coming to the studio today. But before we get done, I want you to give them the phone number, the website, all the contact information so they can get a hold of you and get something booked. Thank you, Sepp. 530-802-4484. And you can reach me at Sean at Sean'sGuideService.net. And obviously Sean at Sean, or, uh, Sean'sGuideService.net is the website. That all gets confusing as hell, doesn't it? Especially it does. when Sepp says, hey, can't you change it to Sean at <laughs> da, 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 da. True. So he I went through that, though. He went through all those changes to make it easier for you guys to get a hold of him and book him. So check him out. Quality guide, quality boat, quality equipment. This is exactly the kind of guy you want to get the water with because you're going to learn something on the water. If you don't want to learn, get out there and have a blast. Sean, I appreciate you coming to the studio. Give him that phone number one more time. 530-802-4484. Thank you, sir. We Thank appreciate you. you coming down. Hey, it's time for What's Hot and What's Not with Mr. Alan Fong joining us next. And now it's time for Shimano's What's Hot and What's Not, brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. The new Shimano Stratic FL spinning reels come in sizes from 1,000 for trout and panfish to the 5,000 for big saltwater action and every size in between. Increase your hookup rate with Shimano's cross-carbon drag system designed to endure and conquer the hardest fighting fish. And with Shimano's micro-module gear, too, you'll experience a smooth 
smoothness and power transfer like never before. All Shimano products, rods, reels, tackle, and accessories are available at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Stop in and improve your fishing with Shimano. Sorry, I was watching duck hunting on TV. Yeah. <laughs> hey, joining us this morning, Hurdy was up uh, whacking them again. Our buddy Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse. Are you uh, you beating up on those stripers? Yeah, that's pretty good. <clears throat> you know why all those fish start coming around? Because they did all those smoke plants. Oh, they've it's already like done that. Dumping, huh? It's like dumping thousands of gallons of fish scent in the water. Yeah, fish candy. Yeah. I, I was way up north in Snodgrass and had a field day, you know, up to 12 pounds. But there's a lot of nice fish in the whole system. Yeah. The only problem is, like, now the water's so clear everywhere, you know, they're just spread out. But once you find a school, you just keep tearing them up. You got to stay back there's away. A lot you got to stay back away from them a little bit, don't you? Shoot. I Man, they were coming after my rip bait right by the boat you know i'd see them darting around after it and right there's just a ton of them there when they're on a feeding rampage you could catch them just like you were fish flipping for bass <laughs> right next to the boat <laughs> that's not so bad that's not so bad well stripers stripers is definitely um uh, you know on the on the forefront you know with everybody yes, right now but what else you got man i know I know they finally found the crappie at Clear Lake, so that's kind of a cool deal. Um, yeah. What, the, what the else The bass we got? are starting to bite. You know, the yeah. bass are starting to come, too. Um, last week I was down at the Delta. It's 58 degrees. So they're gonna, they'll make their move real quick here. Um, I hear a lot of guys catching coconut party in Boulder, so, you know, right. I need to do that, too. They're catching <laughs> a bunch of them out there. I talked to Rene Villanueva at the uh, ramp. Yeah, he did good. Yeah, you got 20, yep. and some of the guys got skunked. But they're all real small. I mean, it's <laughs> February. something wrong. It's <laughs> February. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to tell them that. They outnumbered me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it, it is that time of year. And, and now, I mean, now we're getting into, uh, you know, we're rolling into March. And it's like, wow, this is, uh, this is yeah, time I to go. Down everybody, you know, fish don't have calendars. They go by weather. They know by the shortness and longness of days. Right. And the weather is just a, you know, it's just, they don't have calendars. So, you know, we just have to just pretend, you know, take what the water temperature is and see what fish are around. And if we get that little bit of rain that they're calling for here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and if it's a warm one, watch out. Yeah, things are going to happen, man. Across the board, yes, really, on everything. Things are definitely going to uh, gonna light up. Well, some seminars coming up. Get you informed yeah. at uh, Fisherman's Warehouse Seminars in Sacramento. Basic fishing, lines, hooks, weights uh, with uh, Michael Kidwell. And then on the 12th, it's going to be springtime bass fishing with our old buddy Don Paganelli. Don does a great job. Yep. Uh, the 19th, this is a seminar you better show up early for. Uh, Alan's going to be talking Lowrance Electronics. So you go to the boat show, you buy you a new boat, get you a Lowrance on it, and then that there next you week you can, be, uh, you can be with Alan. So that'll be good. And then ocean salmon and rock fishing. Uh, with hooked up, that's apostrophe D sport fishing with Captain Steve Mitchell. So uh, got a lot going yeah, and, on. And then what we're going to do at all the other stores is getting them into the seminars. Mm-hmm. You know, because Sacramento is the only one that does them every week. Right. But real quick here, they're all going to be doing them every week. We got Mark Mike Graver in Fairfield Thursday, so that that'll be a good one. Sean that- was just at Sac last month. Sean, yeah, Sean was a, in Sac. Yeah, he had a big crowd. Everybody liked him. That's a, so that's good. That's a good deal. Well, you know, uh, 
um, my my partner here in the radio show, he uh, he he he's a seminar given fool. Who's that? Sap. He fish. Does I'm he a, fish? Do I fish? <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame. <coughs> I when didn't you even, gonna do it on bass? I didn't even take a fishing rod with me on the trip on purpose. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I, see, yeah. I see how I see how it is. Cause Taking care of my wife and my two dogs I was just more important. With you. You, you, <laughs> that was BS. Wasn't you it? netted more fish for your wife than she ever netted for you. I don't know who you're kidding. Oh yeah, that's uh, that's okay. A lot going on, and uh, yeah, stop by the Manteca store. They'll get you all up to speed. Uh, yep. The Fairfield store in Sacramento, right on Folsom Boulevard. And uh, you can always there shop. You, you can always shop fishermanswarehouse.com and uh, get everything that you need as well. So yeah, we got a lot that. of new lures. I can't even find places to hang them. Really? Oh yeah, you can. You can hang. We need it. a bigger store. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's talk to Wayne about that. You need another project. He too. needs another floor on the store he's got. Yeah, he needs yeah. Another, we need it upstairs. <laughs> he needs another project. So who knows what's going to happen? All right, you got it, Alan Fong, Fisherman's right. Warehouse. Um, there's a lot going on. You need to get out there and go fish and stop by. Visit the Rod Father. He'll get you all squared away. Thanks, buddy. All right. Yeah. Take hey, care, Alan. What a great guy. Oh, he's he's just you know he knows everything. Yes, he does. When you have thousands of people coming into your store every day telling you what they've been up to, it just kind of rubs off on you. It just kind of rubs off for sure. Take a break right now. We come back. Mr. Mike Ogney's got some updates for you right after this. If you're looking for the newest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores and Shimano have it all. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing. And the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback. Owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor. The entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service. Offering great ocean action plus river trips for free. Freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out EurekaFishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home 
annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhomes. Manteca! If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some Gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Marantz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Now, here's USAFishing.com's Mike Ogney with our Saltwater Bay and Coastal Report. Good morning, Mr. Ogney. Don't worry. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Kent. I'm going to blow right past the 7 o'clock. Go for it, my friend. We're going to have to blow past it here. A lot of information came out of the uh, Fish and Wildlife meeting up in uh, Santa Rosa this week. They uh, gave our – it was the salmon information meeting, and they gave us the uh, the, uh, preseason forecast. And uh, good news for our local waters is it really looks like we're going to see a a season – Similar to what we saw last year, we should see nice quality fish. But up on the north coast, I expect uh, a lot of closures. If they're, if, in fact, if they get a season at all above uh, Cape Mendocino, I would be surprised, and it could affect the waters all the way down to uh, Point Arena. So, in a nutshell, the ocean abundance numbers are similar to last year's for um, the Central Valley rivers. They're expecting an ocean abundance of about. 475,000 fish. I'm going to just round up round numbers here. Last year, it was just over 500,000 fish. And that's why I'm kind of expecting that same season. But they're also saying that we're seeing much better ocean feeding conditions here in our local waters. And that's going to produce some nice, quality, healthy, big fish. And we're seeing that now. I was talking with one of the biologists, and uh, he says up on the Sacramento River, there's been lots of incidental take of winter run salmon, and the size of the winter run that they're seeing um, is almost half again as big as they as they normally are. There's a lot of big fat fish up there, and this guy is, is was actually kind of pushing to the point where it might be one of the best returns of winter run in a couple of decades. Now he he wasn't willing to go on the record for that, but he says he really likes to uh, to us uh, what he is seeing so far. And it's early for the winter run to be returning. You know, 
February is about the time that it starts, but it's starting really good. Now, that said, the one concern here is that the Pacific uh, Fishery Management Council now has to take into account uh, southern resident killer whales as part of their um, salmon analysis. And this was a state meeting, and the feds jumped in on, on this meeting to fill us in on their new rules regarding southern resident killer whales. And my only question of the day to that individual, uh, Jeremy, was um, if we roll back all the biological opinions on salmon and pump more water south like the, the current administration did here just a week and a half ago, how are we going to be managing for resident killer whales and salmon off our shores? So the left hand isn't talking to the right, but in a nutshell, the uh, the southern residents have dropped from a population high 10 years ago of 87 individuals in three different pods down to 72, and they're uh, pointing the finger at salmon. So if our salmon populations are estimated to be below um, the seven lowest years over the past 30 years. So basically years like uh, uh, 08, uh, 08, 09, uh, 2000, and uh, I forget all the years, but the seven lowest years over the past 30 years, if they fall into that criteria, killer whales could shut down our future salmon seasons. Um, That'll make our politicians very happy. Oh, yeah. So let's, you know, let's send all the water south and then, Hey, we'll we'll kill this we'll kill the salmon fishermen and the whales all at the same time. It's hey, just, I, th- it, I think it, they're it, also going to be wiping out the winter run king salmon action that we're talking about. They're coming back strong. You know, we've been fighting for what twenty years trying to get the winter run. Thirty going. years on yeah. those. Thirty and, years. And now these been... changes that they're making, which sucking the rest of the water down. Don't tell me that's going to help the uh, winter run salmon population. Exactly. But so it's like nutshell, the fisheries, like... we're taking care of agriculture from here on. Yes. But that's and, just and, me on my soapbox. And we need and we need balance, and we'll talk about that in a different show. But in a nutshell, it looks like we got a great season coming up. I know that the real magic was out yesterday. Merlin got six limits of, uh, of uh, crabs. I was there at the dock when he came in. We're seeing lots and lots of feed offshore, 30, 40 fathoms. There's a lot of anchovies. They've been holding there since last summer in that same general area. And uh, it looks fishy. We're seeing the occasional sea lion toss around a salmon. I think we're going to be off to a real strong uh, start here when the season opens on April 4th. But we do expect, like last season, we got closed for 17 days in, in June. We're going to lose a little bit of time here. I don't know how much, and that information won't even be out until the end of March. So we're going to know more here in, in the coming weeks. But the good news is is that we got a pretty good solid salmon season coming up here off of the, uh, the uh, uh, Bay Area. Well, I sure appreciate what the uh, Golden State Salmon Association is doing for every for everyone, for all the anglers as well as commercial anglers out there. <laughs> I have trouble spitting that out too. <laughs> yeah, we just, well, you know, it used to be the Golden Gate Salmon Association. Then you guys got smarter and you made it the Golden State Salmon Association. It's uh, hard to remember all of that. But Mike, all these changes are definitely going to impact our fisheries. We're going to keep you folks informed as to what we think's going on as far as 
what the, the next steps are in all this. Mike is uh, on top of this. You can bet as one of the board members of the Gold. Hey, last Wednesday, last Wednesday, John McManus, our, our, our president, um, Barry Nelson, and myself, we met with Senator McGuire, pushing back against these uh, these rewritten biological opinions, which are basically water flows. And we were up in Sacramento all day Wednesday, lobbying and working the uh, the hallways. So we put a lot of time and effort into it, and definitely deserve uh, readers' uh, uh, support. Well, we're going to find out what goes down. We've got Dave Hurley in the next hour, or in this hour later on, talking. Always about, entertaining. Yes, it'll be a. He'll bring up some details of the meeting. He was there live and in person, and uh, next weekend live here on the studio, hopefully. Uh, he's already committed to it. Stafford Laird, Deputy Director of Fish and Wildlife for the state of California. He'll be in the state. He's just showing up for the breakfast. Well, yeah, that could be it, too. But I, I think he really wants, according to. I'm saying that because I know he's listening. I know that he wants to communicate to the public. I know that it's very he important. He does a great job, too. Yes, he does. There have been no changes in anything other than they've removed the goals for striper populations. But hang on. Water will get sucked out real soon. It's just a matter of time. Michael, just thank you. Time. Thank you much, Mike. I'm sorry I got to run. Uh, we did go over the hour. I'll figure this one out later on. Take care, my friend. Thanks, guys. Mike Ogney with USAFishing.com. We're going to take the fastest break you ever saw. I'll be right back. Captain James Nutzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. He's got the update on Delta Striper action for you right after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Zepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. I'm Bill Carr, editor of Western Outdoor News, and I'm asking for a moment of your time. Western Outdoor News has been around for 57 years and covers most every lake, river, and ocean port that you want to fish, and all the hunting opportunities as they're going on every week with up-to-date, accurate hunting and fishing information from the field. But more than that, we keep sportsmen and women advised of what's going on politically about things that impact your life, sports, and your children's outdoor future. Be aware of what's happening in the outdoors. Stay on top of issues and get involved. Experience the rich hunting and fishing heritage we all enjoy. I'm asking you to join the fight and subscribe at a very special rate of $34.95 for 52 issues, less than $1 a copy. Call 1-800-290-2929 between 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. weekdays and mention the code words California Special or go online to onenews.com, W-O-N-E-W-S.com and click the subscribe link. That's onenews.com or call 1-800-290-2929 weekdays and tell them you want the California California special. We're all in this together, and your support and help is appreciated. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? 
Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point is now open for the 2019-2020 bird season. We will be planting pheasants, quail, and chucker every Wednesday through Sunday from 8 to 3 till the end of March. Bird cards are available all season long, and day shoots are always available. It's still warm, and dogs typically aren't conditioned for long hunts, so remember to bring lots of water for your pup. We recommend you carry a leash with you in the field and make your dog take several five-minute breaks during your hunt. If you have any questions or would like to make a reservation, please call or text to 530-735-6217 and check out quailpoint.com. Specializing in ultralight live bait drifting. For striped bass in the waterways of the Northeast Delta, Captain Mike Gravert of Intimidator Sport Fishing takes you on a slow drift through the Mokalami River system to relax and enjoy the scenic beauty until fish on and blood pumping adrenaline kicks in. Fishing the way it was meant to be. Captain Mike has the techniques and the where, when, and know-how to catch the Delta's premier game fish. For a great day of fishing in the Delta, you have to call Captain Mike in Intimidator Sport Fishing, 916-806-3030 or IntimidatorSportFishing.com. And now it's time for the second hour and more of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Hey, welcome back to California Sports, but here's what's coming up in our second hour. A whole bunch of stuff that I'm going to save some time right from the start. I'm only nine minutes over, and it's the beginning of the hour. We're going to take you right now to the home of Tight Lines Guide Service, Captain James Nutzel, live on the couch this morning, just working hard, apparently, to get more fish for his clients. Good morning, Captain. Good morning there. Hey, live from the gas station. Well, that's at least you're on the phone. That's the important thing. And I'll keep it short with you because I'm saving time as much as I can along here. James, big Delta striper change in the action out there happened this last week. Tell our listeners what's going on. Yeah, it, it, we had a pretty good day. Uh, let's see what today's Saturday. I got to remember what day it is. Uh, I was out there Thursday and we, we got, we did pretty good. We missed the bite early in the morning. I knew where the fish were, but I wanted to scout around and, uh, that's not the smartest thing to do. It's probably best to go to the hot spot. And I didn't, and I missed the bite, came over there late, and uh, struggled for about four hours, caught a few fish, and then that tide started slowing down and turned around, and it was lights out fishing like the good old days in the Delta. But I do want to say, it's, it's not it's not lights out fishing in the Delta yet. It's it, there, There's great fishing in a few spots, it, but they're not all in, throughout the Delta like it, they will be here in a couple weeks. So you're identifying schools around that are definitely active once you get into those. And if you move off of them or they move away from you, you're going to be uh, sitting there by yourself again. Exactly. But with those those small plants that Alan was talking about, I heard about those too. As uh, soon as that happens, give it another couple of days, and those fish are going to be all throughout the system. Oh, yeah, and it's just a matter of time. It'll just light it up, and it'll start drawing the fish up. They'll start – they smell that candy in the water like Alan uh, Fong had mentioned earlier. Yeah, 
Yeah, you, striper, striper crack. You starting to concentrate all your efforts now on the striper? Yeah, uh, I, I pretty much all winter long, my concentration was getting getting my honeydew list done, preparing for the striper, coking, and salmon season. So I'm about tired of doing honeydews. I'm ready to get out on the boat every day. I'll bet you are. Where are you launching out of when you head over to the uh, stripers? I I leave my boat in the marina to make it easier. And stay, I'm two hours away from my house, so I t- stay in my camper, my little home away from home. What marina? Uh, I, I'm at Course Pirate's Lair right next to Mike Graver. Oh, that's the way to do it. Keeps it nice and simple, and he can keep an eye on your toy for you at the same time. Yeah, you, you get you can get on the uh, get on your boat with your clients and be fishing in less than five minutes. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear that the striper action's picking up, and I'm glad to hear you got a full tank of gas, my friend. So now you can get off the phone, get take care of business, and folks, if you'd like to get out for stripers with one of the best, Captain James Netzel with Tight Lines Guide Service. James, give him the phone number and the website. Yeah, you can reach me toll free at eight 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 nine seven five zero nine nine zero. Website is info at Fish tight lines. Oh, excuse me. That's my email. Info at fishtightlines.com. Uh, website is fishtightlines.com. And I want to give a shout out to Sean in the studio there and say hi to him. Well, you just did, my friend. He's sitting here with a grin across his face right now. Take care, James. Have a great one, and thanks for checking what, in. What about me, Netzel? You don't want to give me a shout out, really? Hey, thanks. I want to give you a shout out. I saw you at Cracker Barrel the other night. Did you have some okra? I no, no. But no. my wife wanted to go there, so that's why you saw the truck. See you, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Later, James. You have a good hey. one. Take care. Take- Cracker Barrel. I voted for Double Barrel Cracker Smokehouse barrel. again, but I got outvoted that night. I would have been at Double Barrel, no doubt about it. No Quick question. break right now. We come back. Mr. Dave Hurley is going to join us. We're going to talk a little bit about what was going on at the big meeting with the Fish and Game Commission a week and a half ago and where we're going now. And maybe a couple of what's hot and what's going on out there. A little action. We'll be right back. Some guides take you fishing, but very few guides take you to where the fishing is peaking at the best time of year. He's a beast. Bring him in. Steve Huber's guide service does just that. This year, Steve plans to fish the rivers that give his clients the best chance to catch salmon and steelhead. Rivers like the Chetco and its special permit zone, the Smith, Trinity, Klamath, and the Eel, just to name a few. And with Steve's new coastal operation, he'll be fishing out of Crescent City and Brookings for salmon, rockfish, and lingcod. <laughs> when it's time to go fishing, make sure you're heading where they're biting. With Steve Huber's Guide Service, professionalism at its best. Give them a call for more information at 866-531-FISH. And check them out on the web at stevehuberguideservice.com. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people, well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know, I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat 
Duprat Ford in Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Party Lake Recreation, one of the most scenic resorts in the Motherlode, is a world-class fishing destination. And the best part, there's no water or jet skiing allowed. It's a fishing lake loaded with kokanee, rainbow, and brown trout, trophy-sized smallmouth and largemouth bass, plus catfish, crappie, and more. When it comes to hassle-free family fun, Party's got it all. A six-lane launch ramp, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel, store, cafe, and swimming pool. Party Lake Recreation has RV sites for a few days or a month, plus scenic tent sites, too. For more info and to make reservations, go to RockyMountainRec.com or call 209-772-1472. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Not wasting a moment's worth of time, we're going to take you now live to the guy that puts out the hot sheet, the Hurley Chronicles, Mr. Dave Hurley, outdoor writer, photographer, does all those wonderful things. And you know what? He fishes a little bit, too. Let's go with Dave and find out what how he read the meeting with the Fishing Game Commission and some of the changes that are about to take place in California. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Seb. Good morning, Kent. I guess. And thank you, you for the opportunity you, to talk about this. As you can tell, we ran a little late there, but we have still have plenty of time to discuss this. And I'd like you just to take over the floor, my friend. Tell them about the uh, Fish and Game Commission meeting and uh, how you think everything went. You know, my comments on it, uh, the, the time before we only had a minute to talk about it. And the striped bass is very, it's very near and dear to me. You know, my... Uh, Great grandfather and grandfather and my great uncles were commercial fishermen on the on the Delta, and they were involved in that striped bass commercial fishery. In fact, the logo on their fish market, which was closed in 1964, was the striped bass. So, I don't think the striped bass is going anywhere, but I do think that we have a role as fishermen to do something about this and that what that role is. I think we really need to look at what we're doing and in terms of catch and release because we know. We are not going to get any help from um, the Fish and Game Commission and the really large agricultural um, organizations that are essentially taking water out of the Delta to create very expensive crops that are not designed to feed people, even though that's what it's, uh, you know, we don't exist on pistachios, pomegranates, uh, almonds, and uh, tangerines. Those are really not food crops that you see growing and it's grown on impaired land so you know when the water goes out of the delta obviously it destroys everything else and the striper has been vilified as the the cause of the the demise of the salmon well you know knowing that my grandfather's family were commercial fishermen which closed in for salmon in 1958 and that really had a lot to do with the the end of the san joaquin run and, you know, it's really interesting. They put in Friant Dam in the early 50s, and by 1958, that salmon run was decimated so much that there was no more commercial fishery in the Delta. You know, my grandfather tells me stories of taking loads of salmon to the cannery in Pittsburgh in Martinez where the boat was so full of uh, <laughs> of salmon that they were taking water over the freeboard uh, on their 50-foot vessel. So you cannot tell me historically that striped bass and salmon have not coexisted for years, but the Delta is different now, and we do have to recognize that. 
So I, I do think changes have to be made, but uh, I don't think we're going to get help from those people who are really in charge of, you know, have the money, have the power. Well, let's cut to the chase. Let's just say it's the way it's going to be. It's the way the direction they want to take it, and nothing's going to stop it. The the politicians have uh, informed the commission, hey, we need to do these things. The commission has gone in agreement with them, and yes, there will be changes. But the only real significant change that's happened so far is there's not going to be an imaginary number that they are told to bring the stripers back to. They're removing that. So it doesn't matter how many stripers are out there, according to the commission and I guess to the Department of Fish and Wildlife also. It's just going to, it will change things. If the fish haven't already moved out of areas within the Delta because of much of vegetation that they've killed, then the fisheries may be moving because of the water supplies and everything else. It may turn in not to be the nursery that it has always been. But I'm walking on your time, Dave. No, no, that's fine, Jeff. I, I, but I do one, one point I do want to make that, you know, having been mid, middle management for a lot of my career as a, you know, as a school administrator, I know how what a difficult position the Department of Fish and Wildlife is in. Absolutely. And I really do, and I really do feel that they um, are in a position that they can't express too much uh, opposition, but they do know the truth and they do want to work with fishermen. And so I think the vilify the Department of Fishing Game, like uh, the Stripers vilified, would be a mistake on our part as, as anglers. I think we need to work with the Department of Fish and Wildlife because I really do really believe they're on the side of the fishermen um, in this particular case. And um, But I also, as fishermen, I do think we really need to consider the way we do things. How many Stripers do we need? How much um, can we catch and release? We want to keep this species going because we do know the larger fish are gone. Well, they're this not, is not going to be just Delta fishermen we're talking about here because there's big hurts put on stripers out in the surf, in the bay. It happens all over the place. So I think we need to revisit what we're doing with stripers across the board. I know a lot of the, the guides and uh, charter captains have decided they're going to do catch and release and keep only what they the customer needs and make sure they only keep males when they can identify them properly. These self-imposed yeah. things are going to help us counter what they're expecting to happen with the stripers moving out and reduce, reducing their population. Because, yeah, this is the tip of the iceberg. I think largemouth bass is the next on the list, and then we're going to see some other invasive species be hit up as well because this is not going to stop the demise of the salmon, especially with a low-water year like this where we don't have the cold-water flows. And, and just look at our temperature. I mean, it's going to be almost impossible to keep the cold-water flows to keep those uh, rivers productive for salmon if the temperatures continue to be the way they are now. I mean, 78 degrees in, in February is just unheard of. Well, I'm sure you got some of the same press releases, and I read this on uh, Facebook in a post. I'm not sure who posted it. It might have been the Department of Fish and Wildlife. But it was some quotes from uh, the Fish and Game Commission president, Eric Sklar, who I've met. He's been in the studio, been on the air, seems like a wonderful guy, and very conscientious about what he's up to. But uh, his comment was, and I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't have it exactly and I could never find it again last night on Facebook, but it was, this is the first step of many steps that will have to be taken. That scared the crap out of me. They already know what the other steps are that they're going to be taking. Well, you have to remember they didn't speak to each other prior to this meeting about the vote. 
Well, you know, it's interesting that they talk about how the commissioners don't discuss things on the outside. You know what? Maryland was a commissioner, and they discussed everything on the outside. In fact, they even discussed not discussing things. So, you know, believe what you want, folks. This is planned out. This is structured. This is growth in California, whether we want it or not. This is the time change. I'm 70 years old. When I was 10, I was catching stripers. Sure, I love them. Sure, I don't want them to go away. Sure, I want them to be big. But this is change. This is the evolutionary process in a 50-, 70-year period that is just going to have to take place because agriculture has been classified as more important than fisheries in California. Now, somebody might argue that with me, but I'd love to sit down with them on the radio and do it. Anyway. That was the word. That was the one thing that bothered me the most of the whole was the process, and that's what I talked about when I spoke was the fact that we had all these we had these three meetings, but I think it was pretty much intended to wear, the, you know, wear out the anglers. You know, everybody showed, everybody showed, everybody showed, and then nobody showed. Well, and nobody that. showed because everybody knew it was a done deal. I mean, if right. anybody didn't know it was going to happen, as soon as the commission takes something on, somebody has instructed. It's time we dealt with this. You know, remember, the commission are appointees from the governor's office. They aren't elected. You don't put them into place. They're political appointees, hopefully, that agree. If you don't agree, you don't stay very long. Right, Marilyn? You know that one. <laughs> so well, I do think that part that hurt the most to me was the fact that the public process was used to do something that they already were going to do, and it was kind of a charade. No, and I don't think the Department of Fish and Wildlife had anything to do with that. No, that I agree. And that's so important for everyone to understand that the Fish and Game Commission is not the Department of Fish and Game or the Department of Fish and Wildlife. They give guidance to the Department of Fish and Game and Fish and Wildlife, and they do what the commission has said to do. That's the way it works. It's not like we're going to get in an argument over this and, no, we don't want to do it. It's just the way it's going to go. It's change. Some of us are reluctant to change, but I think what the guides are putting together with their own plan to help counter this as best they can, I hope they all get together. I hope they come to an agreement, and I hope we don't see any more uh, ice chests just exploding in the delta with stripers coming out of them and decks full of fish because I think it's come time that we start preserving that resource because other people are taking it away. And, Dave, I'm sorry we got to escape on this. Oh, but no, I know you but thank you so much. Appreciate the opportunity to talk about this. Very no, we appreciate subject. it very, very much that you were in attendance there and caring for it and communicating as you do to the public. Thank you so much for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye now. Mr. Dave Hurley, the hot sheet, the Hurley Chronicles. He does a wonderful job. Listen for his ad or just check him out on the Internet. Quick break right now. When we come back, Senior Tuna's back from a long-range trip. Well, it was a short one, but he's back. We'll be right back. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse stores are your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield, Fisherman's Warehouse and their knowledgeable employees will help you make the right selections for all your angling needs. Thursday nights are seminar nights at all Fisherman Warehouse locations. Local experts and professional guides give seminars and demonstrations sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make novice and experienced anglers better prepared to hit the water. 
If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting rods and reels to deep sea saltwater angling, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all. Outdoor Adventures, the exclusive guide service for the Calusa Indian Community and Calusa Casino Resort, offers full-service fishing and hunting trips for waterfowl, big game, upland game birds, and exciting sport fishing trips. Managed by Casey and Regina Stafford, Outdoor Adventures offers close-to-home, action-packed, guided trips in the North Valley. At Outdoor Adventures, you're always priority one. Whether you're at the 5,000-acre Premier Duck Club, stalking wild hogs or shooting dove, turkey, or pheasant on private ranches, the professional and experienced team at Outdoor Adventures offers the best of the outdoors. Call now to book your adventure, 530-458-8730. Outdoor Adventures and Calusa Casino Resort where the fun never stops. Providing deluxe accommodations, enjoyable entertainment, exceptional dining choices, and fantastic hunting and fishing opportunities. Check them out on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. That's hunt-fish-game.com. One ticket, two huge shows, the Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show. Return to Cal Expo March 12th through the 15th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for the water, trail, road, and the off-roaders. Don't miss the ATV and off-road UTVs, plus motorcycles, quads, and snowmobiles, too. And boaters, you'll find all the latest models, including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabout, cruisers, pontoon boats, personal watercraft, a huge selection of fishing boats, and loads of boating accessories. Hey, if you're looking for that secret fishing hole, you're going to find it during the weekend seminars led by the top pros and guides. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location, the Sacramento Boat Show, and off-road exposition, plus the Spring RV Show at Cal Expo. Don't miss Northern California's premier event for fun. It starts March 12th at Cal Expo. For discounts and more information, visit 2 huge shows.com and now more california sportsmen with seth hendrickson before we go very far i know a lot of you are like wait wait did i win the gun uh you know the primary election is this tuesday if you want to know who the pro second amendment candidates are running before you head to the ballot box uh make sure you go to the gun owners of california website gunownersca.com click on the news tab Select newsletters and click on the first quarter 200, 2000 newsletter, and the voter's guide is right there. They will keep you uh, up to uh, date on everything they're doing. Make sure that you're supporting gun owners of California. Um, they are uh, all kinds of stuff going on right now, but I'm telling you right now that they're uh, they're working on a AB 3071 SEP from Assemblyman Mullen of San Francisco, ironically. Uh, this bill is not <laughs> it's not, not going to ban Going, going potty in the street. No, they're going to take what that assembly should be dealing with. Triggers must be removed from guns. No, this bill is going to ban the use of ammunition containing any amount of lead at all, indoor and outdoor gun ranges, traps, skeet, sporting clays, and law enforcement are not exempt. Remember when they said it won't affect? Oh, it'll never affect it. No, you'll Mm -hmm. be able to target, shoot, and shoot at ranges with it. Yes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and once again, when a gun ban comes through, please do not say to yourself, well, they can't do that because they have and they will. 
Winner 9 of 2020 Gun Owners California, 52 guns, 52 weeks raffle ticket number 993, Margaret Fields of Valley Springs. Margaret, congratulations. You've got a Savage A17 semi-auto rifle and 17 HMR. They're going to be uh, giving you a call, sending you down to Sportsman's Warehouse to do all your proper paperwork. Support Gun Owners of California, America's oldest program political action committee. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week, the man himself, the director of Penn Fishing Universities. And our own Senior Tuna. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Seth. Good morning, Ken. Hi, bud. Back from a trip. Tell us about it. Well, you know, uh, there's there's a lot to be said about timing. Um, I went out on a two-and-a-half-day trip just to kind of get tuned up and uh, keep myself loose with the Fred Hall Show. Going to be dominating my schedule next week. Went out on the Pacific Voyager. Was practicing a new technique slow pitch jigging you are going to be hearing a lot about that um, i'm still on the learning curve but trying to stay ahead of it did uh, very very well on the lingcod the rockfish the whitefish the sheephead all the good table fish and sort of as as the cherry on top of dessert the last fish of the entire trip um, I'm just using 30-pound test line, an 80-pound Mako shark grabbed my jig and uh, went a little crazy. Uh, about half the people were already done fishing, so they just settled in and spectated. And um, I got that bad boy in, and uh, it was pretty exciting, pretty interesting thing. And then, of course, the last two days after I was already back, the spring has definitely sprung. The yellowtail started to bite. The bluefin tuna started to bite. And in Southern California, rockfish and lingcod season opens tomorrow. Uh, so a lot happening. A lot happening. Well, Very exciting time. I'm glad you had a great trip, but there's still a lot happening for you later on this week, too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. The Fred Hall Show is going to be happening uh, Wednesday through Sunday on Thursday of this coming week at the Fred Hall Show, I'm going to be the uh, the uh, the modern term is moderator. Uh, I guess in the old days it would have been MC, but uh, I'm just sort of the, uh, the 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 ringmaster. But we're going to have a captain's summit at, for two hours prior to the show opening with uh, four of the major long range captains, a couple local guys, and it's going to be – it's hard to say exactly how that's going to go. I'm not sure two hours is enough to talk about everything that those guys know, but it's going to be fun. So if you're going to be in the Southern California area between Wednesday and Sunday, you've got to come by the Fred Hall Show. It is absolute insanity for anglers. Yeah, you're going to have a partner in crime from this studio down I, there. I will be there, actually. I wasn't, and now oh. I am. Yeah, I, I'll be there. Oh, uh, my. Yeah, Wednesday to Saturday, I'm going to be there hanging out with you, Tuna, so I'll uh, I'll be seeing you for sure. And 
Uh, it's wall-to-wall saltwater fish killers, Sep. Those guys are everywhere down there. This is Tuna's Heaven. He's, yes, he's in it down yes, there it right is. now. It doesn't get any better than the Fred Hall Show for you, does it? Oh, well, exactly. And you got to ask, speaking of saltwater fishing, you got to ask yourself a question. In a world filled with huge, gigantic fish, why would you fish for little ones? <laughs> That coming from the guy that caught a three hundred and something pound bluefin, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and and you know that wasn't even the state record. If it if I had caught it a couple of years before, it would have been the state record. But the fish keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Why is that a problem? Not a problem at all. I hope they get larger and larger and have lots more little babies too. Well, tuna. Oh, they, yeah, they're. Tuna, it's going to be a, it's going to be a big show down there. You've got your hands full. It is the saltwater mecca. There's no question about that. And the Fred Hall show goes on through Wednesday through Sunday down there. If you guys are in the market or have the uh, gumption to head down there and live in that saltwater world, they do have just about every tackle manufacturer and everyone at the big show down there. And it's not just a saltwater show. No, it's It's an unbelievable freshwater show too. It's just such a big one that there's so much saltwater. You can see see every jig, everything that's out. I bet they even got some of those old cedar plugs hanging around there. Count on it in, in every color you can imagine. There you have it. Senior Tuna, our own Steve Carson, welcome back to the real world. And the real world starts again on Wednesday for you, my friend. Thanks for hooking up with us. Talk to you soon. You See have Wednesday, no choice Tuna. in the matter. He'll be down there with him having a great time. Steve Carson is uh, also one of the top saltwater guys down there. He's going to be joining another T- a radio show down there in the morning. They do about two hours talking nothing but salt. Yeah. I guess it's called something hookup or something. I can't. Yeah, let's hook up or something. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a couple three or of four shows. shows down there. Yeah. So there's, there, that's always a fun opportunity. Well, I'm glad he's down there and I'm glad you're down there to keep him company because I know you need somebody to <laughs> yeah, point need, the direction. The bathrooms no, yeah, are really I okay. like the Fred Hall show. I enjoy it. It's, you know, I, there's so much, um, except the soft plastics and the, like the, the boot tail swim baits and all that stuff. It's really cool to get in there and see all that stuff. Well, you see a bunch of big stuff for big bass that yes, is used you for salt water. You don't get to see up here. That's a fact. It's all over the place. Well, turkey season opens up on March 28th and it's open till May 3rd. That's for adults. We'll talk about the simplification of rules, how kids can fish earlier and later, uh, yeah. later on. Cause I don't want to confuse anybody. Opens up March 28th and goes till May 3rd. Speaking of turkeys. One of the guys that does this for a living is Outdoor Adventures professional guy, Casey Stafford. He joins us now live. Good morning, Casey. How you doing, guys? We're doing great. Are you kicking back today at home, or are you out doing some fishing today? No, we have uh, brought Cade and my buddy out last night. We stirred and fished all night. So. Well, you said you might be out there, and Cade to sleep by 10 o'clock, and his buddy asleep by 10-10? No, nah, they made it till... One o'clock or so, I think. Yeah, I went to bed about midnight and looked up once, and they were still awake watching the rods, but they they got one nice keeper last night. So well, that's exactly they what excited. they wanted. They wanted a good day out there. There's no question about it. How were the mosquito biting? Yeah, honestly, they weren't bad at all. <laughs> really? Well, that's good. Oh, I don't know. There's a little breeze blowing. Maybe that kept them away, but I fished the last two nights. You know, we've got a sturgeon both nights, and haven't haven't been too bad with mosquitoes. Have any any stripers shown up up there before we talk turkey? Nah, there's a few guys catching some, but I mean they're fishing long days and a lot, a lot of water for a few fish. I think it's just the, uh, you know, maybe there's some early fish that came up, but I think it's a lot of the ones that just live in the river year round. It's not April yet for Calusa. We know how that works. Nope, well, that's t- right. 
<laughs> well, Casey, with uh, March 28th, one month basically from now, the uh, season opens up. People need to be doing a lot of things in advance of going out, don't they? They just got to plan ahead and be properly prepared. How about sharing a few things they need to do to be ready for the season when it does hit? You know, one thing before we get too far into the hunting of the turkeys, I, I, I didn't ever used to pay a whole lot of attention to ticks. <laughs> it never really bothered me, but it seems I don't know if the ticks are getting worse or the Lyme disease is worse. I don't know, but I've ran into some people in the last few years that have had their life absolutely ruined with Lyme disease. So the number one thing I think I would do is make sure you got some insect repellent before you go anywhere, whether you're scouting, going hunting. Uh, it's just not worth it. I even wear it now and carry it with me and spraying it on me all the time. I so. went uh, pheasant hunt one day and came back with 26 ticks on my clothes and on my body, and I don't even think about going out to some clubs close to water any time without spraying everything, hey. boots, shoes, pants, everything, because 26 hey, on I you go, once. Everywhere I go now, if you get out in knee-high grass and start walking around, it's inevitable. You get back in the truck and look down, and they're crawling up your legs. So, I mean, that's something that everybody really needs to pay attention to. All right. Well, that's great advice for those guys who don't even think about going without it. What should they be looking for? I mean, we're talking pattering of gun, patterning of guns. We're talking about the type of shot to use. We're talking about scouting out locations, finding roosting trees. What's the best things to be looking at? Maybe the top three things to be looking at first. You know, everything now in the state is non-toxic, so I would go get, you know, a couple different types of the non-toxic ammo and pattern your shotgun and see which one is going to work for you. Um, you know, that's that's probably number one. Um, number two, I mean, the the birds are very vocal right now. We heard a bunch last night when they were going into the roost, and we've heard a bunch this morning goblin. So now's a good time to be out scouting, looking around. More than likely, if you find some birds somewhere, you know, it's almost the first of March. They're probably not going to go too far from there. Um but as far as the roost trees and stuff like that, I, I hunt them a little bit differently, and I'm by no means uh, the best turkey hunter in the world. But the way I hunt them, I, I just go. I'm a runner and a gunner. I don't like to set up a blind. I don't. I just take off walking and start listening. You know, I'll go sometimes 300 yards and call. If I hear something gobble, then I'll walk straight in the direction. And I've always found the closer I can get to the birds without them seeing me, and start calling. If you can get on top of them and then start calling, it, it seems to be more effective for me. Is that and because not, they're more aggressive at that point? They got another gobbler coming in on them. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They got they typically in the morning. I, I don't do very good first thing right out of the roost. I just never have. I don't. I don't know why that is. Um, I have them come down. It seems like when they're in the roost tree with the hens, the hens come down and they go wherever the hens go most of the time. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've killed plenty right at daylight. but um, And it seems like later in the morning, 8.39, between 9 and noon, 1 o'clock, is when the hens have went to their nest, the hens have went away, and, and the toms are out looking for love in all the wrong places. Well, hopefully, come, when I hopefully they come to visit you. Yeah, that's that's when I kill most of my birds is between 9 and noon. Um and like I said, you know, I, I just, I'm a runner and a gunner. I'll take off. I got a good idea, you know, where turkeys are most of the time and the places we hunt. But I don't necessarily go out the night before and put them to bed in a roost tree. I just, like I said, I, I've never done very good early like that. So I'll just take off, set up, 
set up and start somewhere first thing in the morning, and then I, I listen the best I can for the birds. If I hear them gobbling up the canyon a half a mile away, I'll pick everything up, walk in that direction, get to where I think I'm close to them, call again if they gobble and they're still four or 500 yards away, it sounds, and I'll close the distance. I try to get as close as I can. Then I set the decoys up, and I'll wait 10 minutes before I call, and then I don't overcall. I'll, uh, you know, call and let them know I'm there. Typically, they gobble. And a lot of times, I think guys get excited because the turkey gobbled, and they want to hear him gobble the whole way to them. Well, a lot of times, that don't. That's not the way <laughs> na- That's not the way nature works. I'm over here. You want me? Come see me. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't happen. So a lot of times, I'll just call once. I'll wait 10, 15 minutes and call again. And a lot of times, they'll answer you back, and they're closer. I and bet- at that point, I'll I'll just go silent. You've been out there enough times that you've had some very aggressive birds, I'm sure, come flying in on you, too. Oh, yeah. I've had them come out of the roost first thing in the morning and come just like a couple of mallard into the decoys, you know, and land right in the spread. I had one come across a canyon from about a mile away. We saw him flying right at us. We couldn't believe it. It was absolutely amazing. Landed by us, and boom, that was the end of that guy. He was out of breath when he got hit. It seems like there's, I don't know, a magic week every year where it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter how good you call it doesn't matter you make a noise that sounds like a turkey and they come around i mean we had one last year opening day run down the road he probably came from a mile away you can slam a, you can have a slam a door and they'll cobble back at you oh yeah now last year opening day we got one right out of the roost right off the bat come down came right into the decoys the guys got it i had two hunters with me and I had heard another one gobble maybe a mile up the canyon. We didn't go 100 yards. I said, let me just call real quick and just see. And when I called, that thing screamed, <laughs> gobbled, and he was, you know, six, seven, eight hundred yards away. Dead run. I said, I, I said, we better sit down. And we sat down. Before I could put a decoy out, you could hear him gobbling coming the whole way. I said, well, I guess we don't need a decoy. Just sit down. Here he comes. And, yeah. I mean, he ran right to us as fast as he could down the road. Yeah, white socks, white sweatshirt, all that would have worked just yeah. fine for a bird like yeah. that. Yeah. If Cade Stafford was a turkey, he'd have done that. <laughs> he might have. He might have. Well, I Casey, might be the money there. Casey, we're going to be sharing information on turkey with us leading right up to the season. I hope you'll join us again and share more with our listeners. We appreciate it very much. But before you go, give them all the information they need about Outdoor Adventures Guide Service so they can book a trip with you and get out there and share in some of the limited turkey hunts you offer. You can find us on the web at hunt-fish-game.com. Or you can give me a call on my cell phone. It's area code 530-682-3176. Folks, if you have the opportunity to go out with one of the best, and Casey Stafford is that with Outdoor Adventures Guide Service, quality experience and a quality trip, 530-682-3176. Thanks for joining us, Casey. We appreciate it. You have a good one, guys. You do the same, too. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue now, isn't it? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, Tackle, fishing gear, eight. You-
you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, going fishing soon? No matter how experienced you think you are, there's a few things you need to keep in mind. Tell someone where you're going, who's with you, and how long you think you'll be gone. Check your boat equipment, engine, and fuel supply before leaving. Keep an eye on the weather. Sudden wind shifts, dark clouds, and choppy water can mean trouble. Keep an eye on water levels as familiar landmarks can change and floating debris is particularly dangerous. Pay attention to your locator and stay off humps. You might also think about carrying an extra prop. The best advice? Get a clue. Pay close attention on the water. Be careful and always wear your life jacket. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has specialized in great pricing and value with personal attention and service excellence. You'll be amazed by the huge selection of new and used RVs from campers, trailers, luxury coaches, and motorhomes from multiple manufacturers. With over $18 million in inventory and over 500 RVs on sale, there's a lot to choose from. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, located across the street from Fisherman's Warehouse on Highway 120. Manteca Trailer, home annually to the huge Costa's Wild Game Feed, where sportsmen from all over the West come together at the biggest wild game feed around. Check us out on the Internet at MantecaTrailer.com, or better yet, stop by and take a look. And with lowest price guaranteed on new units, there's no need to look any further. And we're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. 
One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for it. Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back in studio, and I got to tell you, we picked up some time. We got nine minutes left. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. I'll blow it. You better talk to Gary Irk then. I'll be 20 minutes over before we know it. I'm going (laughs) to take you live right now to the Delta. We're going to go climb on board with Hooked Up Sport Fishing's Captain Steve Mitchell right now. He's been out there getting sturgeon, and I've seen some of the photos lately, and a beautiful shot of his boat at anchor was on Facebook. I think I posted it over to California Sportsman page. If you scoot over there, you can take a look at it and see exactly what he's out there doing, probably in the same neck of the woods today. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, kick back. Kent Brown's got to turn on his mic and say good morning right back to you. What's there going you on, go. There you go. Hey, Mr. Mitchell, you got yes, semi- you got a seminar coming up here pretty quick at the Sacramento Boat Show, don't you? Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. Being able to share a little bit of information always. That's the name of the game is getting it out there. At anchor already today, Sturgeon Fishing? Uh, nope. Actually, Seth, I just found a nice little group of fish sitting up here on, uh. Better be careful and, uh, what you say. You might have about 20 visitors out there real quick. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people didn't, you know, decided to dodge, play hooky from, you know, the water today, being that it is a little bit of breeze going on and everything. But, uh, when I you- found some fish out here in Little Cut and this kind of decent looking you know well when you're out there in a boat the size of yours with a lot more room on board with that big outboard taken excuse me inboard taken out and the outboards putting on it's got to be a pretty roomy platform for catching those big sturgeon yeah yeah and it i'm I'm loving this up i mean it's like freedom you know the guys can roam all around the back deck with no problem not having to stumble over uh, engine housing and all that and it's just you know it, it works. It works for me. Let's put it that way. It's like a whole new boat. I know exactly what it is. Steve, are you fishing deep water, shallow water? Are they hitting eel? Are they hitting, you know, shrimps? What are they going after? Uh, we've been fishing a little deep, uh, being that these tides are kind of weak a little bit, you know. And as uh, far as what they've been feeding on, they've been feeding on both eel and roe. I guess you could say uh, certain days they want eel, certain days they want roe. Yesterday, uh we had them go pretty good yesterday on row. Uh, we ended up getting a couple, and we missed quite a few fish. These guys was out here trying to learn this reel down technique, and they couldn't quite get the timing down. But the opportunity sure did present itself to them a, no- a number of times. So, you know how that goes, up. Absolutely, I've been there. Steve, uh, when you're rigging up uh, eel, are you just hooking it on there so that it moves a little bit, or are you threading it right up the hook? How are you doing it? 
Uh, I do it a couple of ways. Sometimes I put it on the hook and I let it dangle basically and put a bait button on there. And then sometimes if I'm going to combo it up with something else, I put it on a hook and bring it all the way up uh, to the top and probably uh, wrap it a little bit with some magic thread so it stays stationary and be the primary bait. And then whatever else that I slide up the hook with it will just be at the bottom part. And then, like I say, I'll top it off with a bait button so it won't slide off. And that's pretty much it. What's a typical day like out there right now? Are you getting uh, several bites and hookups or is it a little tough? I know you said it's tough some days and other days it's pretty good out there. But what's a typical day like? What are they going to hook up? Well, honestly, keeping it a hundred percent real, it's been a little a little bit tough. But for the most part, we've been averaging out at, on a good day, a good you know three to four good sturgeon bites. You know, and there's a lot of short bites in between that you can't really say if it was really a sturgeon or not. But for the most part, just to say a real true sturgeon bite, we've been averaging like I could say you know three four sometimes maybe five bites a day. You know, yesterday it was really, really good, Seth, really good. But, you know, once again, like I said, some guys just don't, you know, really get that real down technique right away. I mean, some guys do, some guys don't. Well, it's uh, maintaining it without flopping it around and creating any action out there for the fish when you take the rod out of the holder, reel down. Next time you feel a little pull or tug on it, stick them. Usually it works out pretty good, doesn't it? What's the biggest fish in the last week or so? Uh, well, yesterday we had an oversize that was, uh, it was an inch over. So uh, that was, what, a 61, but it was a fat one, a big fat female. We were glad to release her because she probably had some eggs up in her. I told the guys we don't want to stress her at all, you know, let her go on and spawn, and that's what it's all about right now. I'm just trying to keep our fishery right, you know. Well, I'm glad to see. I know all of you guys that are regulars here on the show are working out your own plans for uh, making sure you do your best to preserve the fisheries and at the same time give great trips to your clients and let them take home what they need. That's exactly the way it ought to be everywhere. Nobody needs a freezer full of uh, frosty fish. Six months. No, later. they don't. They they don't. That's that's something I've been really pushing real hard with with my guys. I let them know I I may have a four charter like right now. I got six guys on the boat, but at the same time, we don't need to take home six fish. I mean, one or two fish may be a, really one fish could serve all of absolutely. them. You know, but absolutely, th- that's what it's about. You know, trying to preserve the fishery instead of just taking all the fish that. You're going to end up putting in the freezer. It's going to get freezer burned anyway. So, you know, <laughs> let them live. That's the way I see it. Well, Steve, give them the hookup information so they can get a hold of your website as well as the phone number. Yeah, guys, uh, I could be hooked. Up, I could be reached at uh, 707-655-6736, or you can find me on Facebook at Hooked Up Sport Fishing. SF Charters, or you could find me on Instagram at Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Either way, give me a call. Let's make it happen. And don't forget, halibut season is right around the corner. We're taking reservations for that right now, too. So let me know. And don't forget, March 12th through 15th, the 14th and the 15th of the Cal Expo at the Sacramento Boat Show. Steve will be one of the featured seminar yeah. speakers on sturgeon fishing. Steve. Yeah, and on the 26th, too, Sep, uh, Fisherman's Warehouse on. Uh, what city? Cod. What city? Uh, Sacramento. Well, that's easy, Folsom Boulevard. You take care, my friend. Thank you much for joining us today. We'll talk to you again real soon. 
All right. Have a good one, guys. Take care. You got it. Well, Gary Yerk, you get booted to next week's show, but I somehow think you're going to be around. Kent, there's got to be a lot going on in your bass world right now. You got like 10 seconds. Go for it. There is. It's Bassmaster Classic. We accept they're oh, fishing right. Lake Gunnersville. That's right. Uh, got a few Western guys fishing that. So it's going to be fun to watch Bassmaster. I watched Skeet on Facebook, uh, yesterday, 28 minutes at, uh, you follow? Yeah. Came in 61st, had a nasty start to his day, but it looked like he was just spanking him tight to the bank later he on. He had a, he had a worse, worse one at Okeechobee. He's got to shake it off. It, shake it off. It's, he's been around a while. He knows how to do it. I'd like to thank you all for joining us. Till next week, this is Seth, everybody. Have a great week. Tight lines. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman. Give us a call at 707-452-8595 or email us at sep at seps.com. And for information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. And be sure to like us on Facebook and sign up for our weekly outdoor connection. California Sportsman is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment.